Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In an ideal world, like when you are feeling disconnected, you'd feel so secure in that relationship. Well, obviously she doesn't feel secure, but maybe within yourself that you feel confident enough to say, I feel disconnected when we're out. Do you mind holding my hand a little bit more, please? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because you are you have the ability and confidence to say exactly what you want and you know they're going to fix it. Um, and hopefully, you know, it's not too absurd to say to someone, can you hold my hand a little bit more? Like, it is vulnerable, but I guess there's a strength sometimes in vulnerability um, to be able to do that. Um, and that, that, that may fix everything. Maybe... Maybe one too many times when you were out, he just wasn't holding you enough. And that's made, and then you've internalized it and then gone off, because we love to do it as women, gone off with a whole explanation as to why he's not touching you. And then you've gone and cheated. Hello. Whoops, a spill water. Hi. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the new Bomba Clark week. Um, <laughs> what week is this? Is this the first week of March? It is the first week it of March. Ooh, welcome to March, everybody. I have good feelings about this month. You have what? Good feelings? Yeah, I feel like. Something about this month feels like newness mm. to me. I think it's um is it the season? The season changes this month. Yes. It? it feels brighter even though it's rainier. Yes, it is brighter. And I think in my mind I associate January and February with like uh My birthday? The dark <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yes, a very January um Fourth is absolutely <laughs> lovely, but um, <laughs> every other day of the month and February feels like um basically in my head when I when we get into a new year and it's like dark and rainy, I always think once you get to March it's like summer. Yeah. So it feels like, it feels like okay, we're we're on our way to summer now. It's yeah. Fine. You know, there yeah. is there is there's a real um sense of newness that's going on, and I guess next month is April as well. So again, April's actually my favorite month of the year. I get why, you know. I get why. I feel like it's, um, again, something new. Maybe, I was going to say, is it because it's a new financial year? Basically, my... Q1. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, is that why? (laughs) You know, well, for me anyway, because I've never been in that industry, but you're dating someone and he's like, yeah, it's just busy, man. Q1, Q1. Q1. Oh, whatever that means. Q1. Yeah, oh no. my something, God. something's new in oh Q1, I think. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, there's loads of, yeah, if, I, if you're in the financial services, Q1 is a thing. Q4, Q1. But Q1, when I was in finance, was bonus, bonus. Oh. Month. So, ooh, April was a lovely month to be <laughs> me. Like, you get your yearly review, you get your pay rise, and you get your bonus. And it's like, life is juicy. What a dream. All right. 
I'd give for a bonus right now, yeah. right? How are you anyway? Uh, I am good. I'm actually fine. I had a busy morning, so I went to the gym. Woo! Mm. Um, well done. I'm curry. I'm just like you know. You're slowly building your confidence. Mm. So like I've done the cardio machines. I've then made my way to the room with my weights. And my ultimate okay. goal is to get to like you know the Smith machine where all the the yeah. guys are bulking. I don't quite have it in yeah. me yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm still yeah. I guess yeah. Working my way towards it. Um, I'm still wearing my baggy tops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's giving. Um, Do you know what? It's giving. Um, Sorry, go on. I don't know. You know, when you're older, you feel like you've lost it. <laughs> so you're wearing mm. your big baggy tops back to the gym. Aww. That's currently what I'm. That's currently where I'm at. Oh, yeah, it's all in phases. It's a journey. Yeah. You have to build your confidence back up. So it's fine. Yeah. You won't be here in like two weeks. In two weeks, you're gonna be literally swinging on for the handlebars. The yeah, I'm gonna be like, oh, how many sets you got left? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a great confidence booster as well is when you work out with someone. Yes. You can go straight to the, the, the weight machines and all the like, yeah. Yeah. It's just I guess it's a it's a fear of looking stupid or like going and being like, What am I doing again? Um mm. but yeah, do you know what I thought about today when I was working out? Can you imagine there was a time where people would go to the gym with no no phone? It's like, true. What were they people doing? weren't going to the gym with phones. <laughs> what because they didn't have phones? We didn't really have phones. Well, no one. Yeah, no one took phones outside. This is crazy. It's mad, isn't it? I'm, yeah, I'm just thinking of the era in general that like nobody had yeah. a phone, and that that was in our lifetime. It was know? in our lifetime. <laughs> That's crazy because I never forget my uncle. He was one of the first people I knew who had a phone. Rakia, it looked like this. It was like no was it bigger huge? than it was, like a, it was a brick, and they used to have an aerial. Yes, yeah. it was a brick. <laughs> like I don't even know how he would carry it around. Like, yes, yeah. <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> I can't believe it's true. There was proper a time. There was no no phone. phones. You have to run home to make a call. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and I was even thinking. I think we've now also developed to a time where. People use their phones because I've been using like a workout plan. So I'm even copying someone working out. Mm-hmm. So even that, because I know, yeah. you know, maybe back in the day, people used to take like that, um, an iPod or something for music. Um, yeah, but yeah, before yeah. then, people didn't have music like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's true. It's just like, what was people doing? No, it is. Gym, was, gym wasn't as accessible. Gym was for like bodybuilders. And I feel like it's in more recent times that gym has become like, where everybody goes to keep fit. Even things like back in the day, they weren't even cheap gyms. The only gyms were mad expensive. So it was for like rich people and that kind of thing. So yeah, I feel like probably most, a lot of people probably just weren't going and they would, I guess, play music from the speakers or something. Yeah, it's insane. It's um, really interesting. But yeah, been yeah. doing that, been <laughs> eating my eggs. Um, <laughs> that's, I told you I said I had five bold eggs. Five. I had five bold eggs in one day. What did you? Okay, so every time you have the bold eggs, you just eat the egg whole, or do you have a meal with it? Like a salad? No, no, no. Just had it by itself. So I had three bold eggs at one (laughs) in one go. 
Then I went swimming. I came back and I was like, I'm a bit hungry. So I bowled another two. <laughs> so I had five eggs. That's Eddie has really got to you, in it? That's not a food. You no, know, no, I know, not, I know. But you know, even pre Eddie, I really love bold eggs. <laughs> <laughs> they are delicious, but like at least have I, a know, like, I, I know, I know, I know. I just me, yeah, my appetite's been a bit. Was that all you ate all day? Yeah, it's really bad. I had five bold eggs and an apple. No, yeah. but my appetite no. at the moment is really. You know how it goes. You have no appetite, and then the week before your period. You make up for it all yeah. and you eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of yeah, where I'm at, basically. Like, I, yeah, my appetite's just really, really strange. Um, like I don't mm. fancy anything. Um, Fair yeah, enough. but yeah, if yeah. I'm <laughs> on my eggs. Um, but yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually not bad. Good. good and good, you? Good, good. I'm easy. I've got um, a wedding coming up. One of my friends with I'm a bridesmaid. Next month. Jesus Mad. Christ. So, yeah, it's just been a lot of planning. Planning, there's like, we've got the hen in a couple of weeks and then the wedding abroad. And then I'm going to stay a bit longer there. And oh, yeah. it's going to come and meet me out there. So we're going to stay for another week. So... I'm just in prep mode for all of that stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm not, I was going to say I'm excited. But I haven't actually allowed myself to get excited yet, but I think this is the first time that I'm deep in. We're talking like six weeks. I need to go to the gym. <laughs> or just buy some I shapewear from a minute. The thing is, in that heat, I'll oh, suffocate. Yeah, of course. I'll actually suffocate. I haven't had shapewear in so long, you know. Do you know what? I personally don't really like shapewear because it just, my fat like just pours it. over it. It just cuts you in weird yeah. ways and it's uncomfortable. I don't Skims know. It's trash as well. Yeah. yeah. No, I actually didn't mind. Really? Skims. I've tried two things and they're not, they don't suit me. Yeah, just hit me as I am. But yeah, I need to go to the gym because, like I said last week, I've been eating, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating and I've really been enjoying eating. Like, I've I've gone into a little phase of like, I'm allowing myself to just enjoy myself a little bit. I think because it's winter, it's like, I'm finding more joy in yeah. food. Yeah. Oh, I'm just you can't deprive yourself of everything. Yeah. Um, but yes, the consequence of that is that I could easily have gone up like a dress size. So six weeks for body transformation. <laughs> Come on, Paula, it's a yeah. lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. I've proper regressed. I used to it is a lifestyle, but maintaining my weight is not a lifestyle for me. My last a lifestyle for me is going to the gym for yeah. sure and eating like relatively healthy, but maintaining my weight is not a lifestyle. I'm very up and yeah, down. Like, yeah, this is what it is. This is the, like the past maybe year or so. That's this is that's been me, and I'm like, is what it is. Obviously, my medication just makes me eat more and stuff as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. But hopefully, I can lose what I've gained by then. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to being in the sun. I'm genuinely nervous that when I'm there. I'm not going to want to come back. <laughs> that is very likely to happen. Yeah, because I really don't want to be here. I don't want to be in the UK anymore. I'm back in that mm. mode of like, I just want to travel the mm. world and explore. Um, So yeah, I'm a bit nervous to go. Bit nervous, but excited. Yeah. It's mad because when you're like abroad, you really think, why am I doing this to myself in the UK? <laughs> like, yeah, why am I suffering? <laughs> why, why? Literally, like, there's so much of life yeah. outside of UK and like 
I stay there to stop. <laughs> and it's not, it's not even like you come home and it's everything at once. That's the problem. It's not even like you come home and it's like, anyway, brunch with the yeah. girls, party on Saturday. It's like work. Yeah. Back to work, back to Babylon and the depths of it as well. Oh, this isn't life. I just, I'm just convinced that like, there's more. We're getting something wrong. This can't just be it forever, that we just have to work and be in the court. No, no. I, I advocate for people just fucking off. <laughs> if you can. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I want to leave yeah. this country. Did you? Um, take everyone I love with me. What did you say? I said, and take everyone I love with me. Me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I've been advocating for this for time. Like, if we could get a group of people together and we all genuinely make a solid plan that we're going to leave yeah. together. Did we not create a group chat and we picked, on the lo- picked out the location? Exactly. Yeah, we started um, shortlisting <laughs> locations. Yeah, yeah. We need to commit to it, man. Cause but wait, what was the top, um, destination? I think one of the options was Canada. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, another option. We had a few in Africa. I think there was a Ghana and a Nigeria, maybe. I can't remember, but we had a, a broad mix. Fine, fine. But yeah, let's do this. I mm. said, let's do this. Yeah, I need to be in touch. Wait, do you mean the social No, 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 no. <laughs> Get out of the country. Oh, move. <laughs> what, no, what just came to yeah. mind that I wanted to talk to you about, I forgot, was um, Meek Mills. Do you think he actually had sexual um, a sexual kind of relationship with P. Diddy? Has something else come up? Yes. About that? Oh. I oh. Know. So I think one of I think so one of the producers on the um, on the love album that P Diddy recently done um, came mm. out and said that he was sexually assaulted by P Diddy, um, and then in the statement he says he had sexual. This perpetrator also had sexual relations, and the name was redacted. But then in the footnotes, it was like a rapper from Philadelphia, or whatever. <laughs> which is Meek Mills. And then somebody said to Meek Mills, raw, like, no, I think it was, no, Andrew Tate was like, raw, like you and P Diddy or whatever. And his only response was, um, oh, but you traffic girls or you traffic people. So we actually didn't deny it. (laughs) Just deflected. I mean, I think that sounds really Yeah, And another one was Usher as well. (gasps) Well, that's not, it's not, unfortunately not a surprise. With Diddy? Yeah. Yikes. That surprises me more than Meat Mill. Really? Yeah. Because Meat Mill, I feel like the their dynamic, the Diddy Meat Mill dynamic, was always a little bit like he's under his wing yeah. a bit. Whereas Usher, I feel like him and Usher and Diddy would look each other eye to eye. I think. So I'm surprised. Because I, I th- again, I don't want to create allegations, but I think Usher used to actually stay with P. Diddy in his house when he was younger. I thought, I really oh. believe that Usher was quite groomed when he was younger. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I did. Un- yeah, it's really sad. But um, yeah, and then there was, an- there was another person, I can't remember who it was. But anyway, yeah, so it was, in- I'm- and I just feel like as chaotic as it is, and I, I pray that I've read it right, and the the person is saying that he just had a sexual relationship with P. Diddy and he actually wasn't abused. I'm just mm. like, wow, what is, like, the industry is really just, like, it's a, it's mess. a mess. But then also, 
I kind of feel like this is maybe quite progressive. <laughs> that there's all these men, all these men, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all these black men idolizing rappers, and they're gay. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the only thing that makes it untoward in this situation is it. It's like assault, and um, yeah. obviously, there's a power dynamic as well. That's the problem yeah. because. If it were just that's why we've we've I I don't know we wouldn't know the story but like if it weren't a dynamic that's like Diddy is you know the the goat of all time and people are up his ass and it seems like he kind of is with Cassie at least used that power to to get what he wanted it's likely he's been doing that elsewhere oh you know absolutely I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe maybe they're not even gay yeah you know I mean like it could be just be that. Diddy has forced them to do something that they don't want to do. So it's just, it's this is crazy. I do think it's very believable um, because I think nothing's unbelievable. And I think the dumbest thing that people do, especially when it comes to black men, is everything is unbelievable because they all think that every black man is the same. Yeah. Some black men are gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. Black, men are Some black men are perpetrators like there's all of the things that you don't want to be true they can yeah be. no that's true you um, did you did, you have made a good point about the p the p diddy thing actually of like his power dynamic with meek for example so he might not be gay but it could be there's a power dynamic so maybe he's been forced in some kind of way or coerced yeah, to, do into doing something but yeah i guess in a in an ideal world if it wasn't p diddy i'd say maybe for example and it came out that meek mills yeah. for example was gay it was like, wow, this yeah. is really progressive. <laughs> and yeah. just yeah, eye-opening yeah. that, you know. I think more of these rappers are by more than we think are by. Like they they're experimental. Yeah. But what they what they don't like is labels. Because having orgies is very common for that all the, all of them people there in mm. Hollywood or whatever. And they're not gonna mention that in the orgy they gave another man head or they got head for another man. They're not gonna mention that part. <laughs> they're just gonna say sex parties. But what's actually happening in the sex parties? You're probably doing some same sex things as well as opposite sex. Yeah, things. it's so true. Yeah. yeah. There's no it's business like show business. <laughs> it's really quite sad to be honest, because I don't know, you feel like people a lot of these star um stars, they they weren't like child stars like Meek Mill. They came a lot of their stories like they came from mm. the hood, and they broke. I was gonna say they broke even. Broke down like, doors. What? Broke, yeah, they broke down walls, walls. and like <laughs> barriers. Barriers is I think what I was gonna say. <laughs> and they kind of transformed their lives overnight. Mm. And they didn't anticipate all all they ever wanted and dreamed for was like I want to make money. I want to save yeah. my parents. Yeah. From the- to save my family and next thing you know you're at a sex party with diddy and you're just exposed to all of this stuff that you never really planned for yourself but it's just you've just been catapulted into mm. madness it's quite sad yeah. when i think about it it happens to so many people i think even you know we always hear about it in <clears throat> like music industries tv industry like whatever film industry there's always like um there's a really dark side to it always mm-hmm. and I guess with like creativity there's a lot of you're given your whole self so it's like you can't yeah. I guess there may be other jobs you know you you're putting on a front you're someone else but as, as an artist or whatever you literally you're pouring yeah. your whole soul in and there's such a high yeah. and evil hierarchy as well 
of like people yeah. need to people please and like be a certain person there's loads of egos mm-hmm. um yeah it's a dark it's a really dark industry man it really is really it hard. really is it's proper not all glitz and glamour mm. it's really not i mean i would still be there <laughs> but yeah you I really get, you know, those artists that have that like hippie element to them that's like, I keep myself to myself, like Kendrick yeah. Lamar's of the world, like, I keep myself to myself. I already get too involved in the industry. I'm a ghost. I drop my music and I fl- go away. And it seems like, oh, you're being so annoying. But like, I totally Yeah, for the sake of your sanity. Their sanity and normality, yeah. Yeah. It's the only way, like, the ones that keep their old friends and they don't really get new ones. Like, it's mm. really, I hear it. I fully hear it. That's my dream, you know, in life. I've always said it to kind of like, um, I guess be in a position where people are people approach us because of how we good we are and we've stayed in our lane. Opposed to, and I guess it's 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 probably it's difficult to do this do it this way, but then kind of climbing the ladder and having to like connect on like a really a level that's not really authentic. Um, yeah, and like yeah, kind of yeah. navigate like who's who and like getting contact with that yeah. person. I'd rather just be like really talented and p- people respect me, and I'm just in my lane, you're in your lane, and we yeah, keep it pushing. Exactly what it is. It's a respect thing. Yeah, it's like people respect you and they want to work because there are certain artists that have got that brand to them of like they're just good at what they do. Yeah. Like. They don't, they don't need anything else yeah. from you but for you to be as as you are. And it's a respect thing. And you, when you maintain that, that's that sweet spot. Yeah, that would, that would if I were to ever be in that world, that would be my mm. goal as well, 100. I, I think a lot of it is fun as well. Like, my dabble, dabbling in industry stuff, I found it fun. It's it's a lot of yeah. fun. But so it's, it's not like I'm I'm not one of those that's going to be like, fuck the industry. <laughs> like that. I don't think, like any institution, is flawed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, which reminds me, speaking of industry, of um, we didn't really talk about the um, who the fuck did I marry on TikTok, um, <laughs> but <laughs> that was when I say elite storytelling. Yeah. Like, so for those who don't know, for those who live under a small rock somewhere in Shropshire, <laughs> on TikTok. This woman called Risa Tisa um, told a story. She was essentially married to a pathological liar and told the story of kind of their meeting, getting in, getting engaged and married with him, what happened when they were in marriage to divorce um, in a 50-part series on TikTok. And it was literally recorded like an audio book. Mm. Like, she even said that she intentionally did it that way so that it could be listened to like an audio book. And... You would just, it's just fascinating that this woman from round the way, she's not a storyteller of any kind. She's not creative. Literally, it's just so amazing at depicting what was actually a traumatic mm. experience for her um, and turning it into like a very uh, thought provoking, entertaining piece. But yeah, the man was crazy and. I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't use the word crazy because it is confirmed that he has severe mental health issues. Oh, he does. But he was. Yeah, yeah of course he does. <laughs> of course he yeah. does. Yeah, there's no way he could have not in it. But um, anyway, the so- series was so mad and entertaining, crazy story. But what I saw just this week that pissed me off, off the back of it. So obviously, this recent person has blown. She's gone clear everywhere. Everyone wants to yeah. talk to her. She's been interviewed everywhere. Her life has kind of changed overnight because of how amazing her storytelling is. 
um, she's uh, a plus size woman, a black woman, mm-hmm. and what's her name? What's his name? Charlemagne. Oh, and not just Charlemagne, quite yeah. a few people have been cussing her about her looks. Um, and I saw a clip of Charlemagne saying how like we all know who Charlemagne yeah. is. You know what I mean? Like he's not. I don't. No one's gonna go to Charlemagne for like a politically correct take mm. on anything <laughs> he has no tact he his job and his income is literally based on him being problematic so couldn't expect much different but the reason that i care to talk about this is because i think a lot of people think like him um but anyway his point was that he feels like he called her big back he was like this big back broad and he was saying that she's got that he was basically making a joke calling it big back beliefs and he was like, the way big back people believe will believe anything um, because they're essentially desperate. And that's what she, that's why she's fallen victim to him in this way. It's like, you're so desperate because your self seems so low. And <laughs> you wanted to believe what, what a he prick. told you. Yeah. And that Jess Hilarious girl was on the show with him going, yeah, yeah, she looked like... Um, she was basically making a reference to, you know, why did I get married in Tyler Perry? Um, Tyler Perry yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Jill Scott, she was basically saying she she's built like Jill Scott or whatever. What? In that form, yeah. <laughs> she was trying to make some kind of joke and it was just, it was just so uncomfortable and awful mm. to watch. Um, and it just made me sad because she's now gone, Reese Tiso's on a talk show, a big talk show, I don't know why I've forgotten the name of it, in America. And she was basically saying that like quite a big celebrity called her big back. I saw that, yeah. And she was like, it's just, it's it's hard for her because she feels like, just because of the way she looks, like it should never justify somebody treating her mm-hmm. terribly. And I did think that like, it, it, it made me sad. It just made me so sad because even watching the series, if I'm honest, watching the series, what I was very pleasantly surprised by was like the comment section. No one was actually saying anything. Everyone was just like kind of supporting her or just saying, oh mm. my God. Um, but it, it, it made me sad that that was even one of the first concerns that came to mind. It was like, let me check the comments because I know how people yeah. are. Um, and I think that, I don't know how true it is, but I worry that like maybe there's too much of a jovial nature to the way that we ingested the content because of the way that she looks. Because what she was describing was deeply yeah, traumatic. Extremely. insane. <laughs> It's like one of the worst things that I could ever hear of, of happening to a mm-hmm. woman. But it was just entertaining. And I'm like, are we are we assuming that she's all right because of the fact that she's a big black woman and she's telling the story on TikTok? Like, is there compassion? Because what I what I've not seen off the back of this whole thing is compassion for her. All I've seen is like that story is mad. But have you seen compassion? Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like I've seen some compassion and I think people are really rooting for her. But again, okay. I think, yeah, yeah but I think with all things, people prioritise her storytelling. So for example, there's mm-hmm. lo- if I'm honest, there's loads of sad stories that I see on TikTok. And I scroll past because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't, you haven't sustained me. <laughs> you haven't sustained my, yeah, in, my yeah. attention here. Um, yeah. And But because she was so good at storytelling and because there was such a craze for it, I guess I was more... Mm-hmm. Like inclined to listen more, um, yeah. but I know I do get what yeah. you mean. I think we do like, and all of us like, we all yeah. we're all fat phobic to some certain extent. So I guess even with Charlemagne saying 
what he what he believed. I'm sure there's thousands and millions of people who thought that too. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's but, true. That and that, yeah, that's what I found so upsetting about it. I guess is that I know that there's a lot of people because I don't know. Even where the way people are talking about Legion, like there seems to be like a very it's funny. It's yeah. all funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I'm not trying to take it all the way there because I find it funny too. But it's more so me just like challenging my own thinking of like, am I finding this more funny because of the person that it's happened to? In that I'm not taking it like I, that. My empathy isn't as much of a as it would be for somebody mm. else, maybe. Because Legion technically should be like a proper villain. But he's actually not. He's just a joke. Do you I know think what I mean? maybe because the extent of his lies, and a similar yeah, similar yeah. thing happened with the Tinder swindler as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, kind yeah, he yeah. actually like profited off it, from it of being the bad that guy. So annoying, yeah, and it yeah. does happen. But I, I know I think it's it's very layered. So like if that yeah. was a woman, like that wouldn't she would she would be vilified. <laughs> Mm -hmm. we've studied that in psychology actually how like women who like maybe kill their children or whatever they have more of a longer sentence than the man um because Mm -hmm. she's deemed as she she's a woman like yeah how could she ever what was it called double something i can't remember but um yeah so i think in in this case it's like well he's a villain he's a joke oh of course he's gonna cheat oh of course he's gonna like lie this is what men do yeah ha 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 yeah um yeah and it was all laughable and yeah i think definitely the element of her being the black woman as well it was like well come on do you why do you think you would be with a vp looking like that again because everybody's mm. phobic it was like well come on surely yeah, yeah do you know what i mean so but i think what one of my concerns is i think we all have you know dark thoughts but it's about putting that out into the world um yeah, for everybody to yeah. to validate and then she's also going to see that as well similar thing actually happened and if you saw it but um uh it kind of it was brought up recently of um don't jealous me laughing at michaela cole yeah. for the size of her lips Whoa. yeah he laughed and said that i finally met my match with someone who has huge lips like me this was years ago and he tweeted it yeah and then recently he came back on twitter and was like oh my god like a black woman winning this award congratulations blah 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 and then she actually Mm. tweeted back and was like well you're you was actually the first person to bully me um wow yeah yeah i saw it on tiktok um the other day um but again it's like making a joke of a black woman publicly um, yeah. And obviously, it was relevant yeah. to the time because you know people used to laugh at black women yeah. back in the day. Yeah, we but now, then. beautiful yeah. black woman winning an awards, congrats, sis, type yeah. vibes. Um, what? Yeah. yeah, and you don't, yeah. and you don't know how much that affected Michaela Cole at the time. Like, probably, not yeah, because because Twitter was such a nasty place, but it still is. Yeah, so so much nastier back then yeah. as well. And I imagine, I'm not. I imagine I saw the way people used to speak about mm. her. She was bullied online, like really? 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. People were really, like, incessant about her looks. And she's just there trying to be, like, a writer yeah, and an actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's damn good at it, yeah. you know what I mean? It's quite... It's so yeah. weird how, like, weird and like, just disappointing how much people, like, centre people's looks in things. Because, again, she's mm. a writer, she's an actor. She doesn't, yeah. like, maybe her aim... Yeah. Like, she- say fancy me she's literally just giving us yeah, that yeah. we like 
Like we even yeah. like, like shit. <laughs> similar to you yeah. know um one day. You know one day on Netflix, yes. the the girl actually said that she the actress I can't remember her name who plays Emma. She said she originally turned down the role because she was like I don't think I'm fitting for this person. Like the role of like the, but I think the original one, she's played the, there's like a white middle class woman who's playing her. Um, but mm. she said it didn't make sense to her how she looked the way that she looks. And then she's playing like the the muse and the desirable person of this white good looking man. Um, right. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And we've all been there as well. With um, Viola Davis with the How to Get With Mother, it was the exact yep. same thing. Not attractive enough for a role like that, and Shonda Rams was like, Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, it's just it's just disappointing, man. But, um, very, um, I just hope, I as much as I maybe I shouldn't focus on the negative because there was, as much as I'm like so disappointed by the likes of Charlemagne's or whatever, I have also been very impressed by people's like people treating her as they should which is just a person who's been through something yeah. bad like yeah i've i've the fact that the comments weren't coming for her or anything i was like thank yeah. god like that's it's good it's a kind of it's a kind of yeah. generation on tiktok in a lot of but ways. then again i think <clears throat> what was laid and i think even from experience of like being in an abusive relationship or whatever if it, it kind of saddened me at some points that she felt like she needed to like perfectly explain everything because people will yeah. come back with questions um and she's done yeah. that quite a lot like again having to repeat herself because naturally people yeah. don't want to believe women <laughs> they want yeah. to find the gaps yeah. in their the story um yeah. so that kind of sad me that she had to go through it over and over again yeah her story had to be perfect it had to be extreme so that we could really like because if it was i don't know if the lies were there were less of the lies or it were like white lies um, I feel like people would have questioned her because people are eager to yeah. question any user. Um, and even then, you've still got people in the I don't know Charlemagne camp of life who will say it's her fault. She shouldn't have believed. It's because she's big and she's desperate. What? Do you know what a pathological liar yes. is? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you dumb? It's just the most ridiculous thing I could have ever heard someone say. He proves oh, time and time again that he's mm-hmm. stupid because. That doesn't make any people are lied to you no matter what they look yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> no, hundred percent. People can be lied to by any shape and size. Fool. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, no, amazing storytelling. Uh, she got her BMW. Yes, I saw. And she's coming to London. Do you know? I'm not gonna lie. When she said about London, I thought you're gonna be a bit disappointed, love. Do you know what? When she described what she wanted to see, I thought maybe she'll like it. <laughs> You know Americans, like I know Americans who have moved here and they love it. <laughs> I think it's like it's different. I think that's the criteria. It's just yeah. I think she actually might be happy with the ring. Fair enough. Honestly, <laughs> so, so I think I don't know. I think they see it as an experience. But I know so many Americans. There was a phase last summer that loads of Americans were moving to London. Really? They were just like yeah. It was like oh, the culture's lit. They liked Black Britness basically. Fine. <laughs> Yeah, let's trade places. Give me your house in America. I beg. <laughs> I don't even care what it is. No, just take me there. Take me away from here. Should we do our toxic right, thought? Just... Snap. What? Are you? <laughs> I said snap. I said it at the same oh, time. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> go. 
Let's go. Let's go to the movies. Let's go see the stars. What song is this? Uh, I think it's Annie. Oh. Right. This toxic thought. This we haven't had a toxic thought in a while, have we? It feels like it's been we ages. We did one yeah. last week. Edit. No. Anyways, it reads, hey girls, I hope you're both well. Can I just say, I love, love, love your podcast. I tune in every week and it's so insightful and fun. I've never actually had a toxic thought to submit, but now I do. So here it goes. (laughs) Um, To cut to the chase, I stupidly cheated on my boyfriend in December after one too many drinks at an old friend's drink up. At the time, I was feeling really disconnected to my boyfriend and I drunk kissed a guy at the function, but I haven't seen him since. Since since Christmas, me and my boyfriend have been in such an amazing place, and I think it's best to not tell him, as it will probably cause more damage than good to our relationship. Am I toxic for not telling him? Only one friend knows about this, and she thinks it's morally wrong that I haven't said anything anything to him. But I know my boyfriend best, and I know it's going to cause such a palaver between the both of us, and I prefer things to just run smoothly as they were. What do you think I should do? Don't say anything. Don't you dare. Oh. Do you know what? It's just so hard. <laughs> because okay, more morally, there are there is there are different things to do based on how you're thinking, yeah. Morally, you one hundred percent should tell your partner that you messed up. Practically, is a different thing because uh, the reason that it's difficult, yeah, and it's difficult to to say tell him or don't tell him because don't tell him is saying if he ever finds out, which in life he will, because everything always comes out. That is yeah. one thing that life yeah. is, like the truth always prevails, and you can try your best to hide something; it's gonna mm. come out eventually. Um. And when he eventually finds out, it also doesn't trust tr- doesn't trust you because you broke mm-hmm. his trust, but then doesn't trust you because after breaking his trust, you've lied to him every single day. Since. Yeah. Or obviously the flip side, which is tell him, and obviously you you're still facing the repercussions of your actions. I I think as hard as it would be, it you should tell him. I think you I think it's the right thing to do because. Morals aside, I think morally is the right thing to do. But practically, if you really think about it, it's also the right thing to do. Because he's going to find out eventually. And when he does find out, you're really finished. You're fucked. You are really finished. That you lied for all those years. You might be able to come back when you confess. Mm. You might be able to say, I t- I'm telling you because I don't want our trust to be ruined. And I'm so sorry and I love you. And blah, 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 blah. You might be able to come back from that. But I don't think you'll ever come back from Three years ago, it happened, and every day since, I have lied. Yeah. Every day, I've lied. To you. I can't, yeah. yeah, I agree. And I, I one one thing I would say as well, it's only March, and it's happening Christmas. So as much as you mm. think you may be able to bury it, life literally happens, and it might creep up at the most random points ever. Like you might be laying laying in bed, and you're gazing into each other's eyes, and he's like, you know, I haven't loved anybody like I've loved you in a long time. And then you may have that flashback to what you've done. Um, 
Mm. And it actually even might kill Yeah, the guilt. Yeah, and I think in that process, it might even kill you more than it actually kills him by even saying it. Um, mm. And I think there's something about release and the truth. Um, and I think one thing, regardless of the repercussions of truth, I think one thing that somebody can't do um, when you've told the truth is not respect you. Because yeah, truth is yeah. so, so respectful. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah it's hard. To yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard. Like, truth, especially when you've done wrong, is incredibly hard. And I know us women mm-hmm. like to believe that we can't really do wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because that's the, and what we even said at the start of the episode. That's not our makeup. That's not our genetical makeup to... Genetical? Is that the right word? <laughs> genetical genetical um it's not in our genetics to be you know um uh i guess morally wrong um and it's not in our genetics to apparently cheat um and be the bad guy um so again i think it's yeah it's really important to explore that plus you've also mentioned that you felt disconnected what's there to say that you won't feel disconnected again in the next couple of months time as well yeah, exactly, um, exactly. because like disconnect is that happens in relationships yeah. all the time go through waves and you you can't just see it as your go-to that you anytime you feel disconnected fuck it i'll just mm. cheat especially when you're not you're not being held to account for the the time that you have done it if you yeah. know what I mean. like so even from a self-control perspective it might be good for him to know that you've done this once so the next time you're disconnected it's something that's taken seriously in a relationship to work on together. It's not something that you privately go and try and fix on your own. Yeah, no, it's so true. I remember even, I don't know if I read it in a book or something, but it was about the dynamics between like relationships and how important it is to like express when your insecurities creep up. So for example, Mm. imagine you and your boyfriend fully go to a party and for, for maybe for like, maybe for longer than 10 minutes, he's had his back to you and he's speaking to somebody else. And that's left you mm. isolated. And then that then br- yeah. brings up an insecurity of when you last dated somebody and they were kind of like not really being yeah. attentive yeah. to you. Although it's not his fault, fault, it's so important to express and pick up on those insecurities. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, like it's so, and when you get to know someone, you're in a relationship with someone, you're not in their, they're not, you're not in their head. <laughs> so you mm-hmm. need to be really mindful, of maybe sometimes actually over explaining yourself so you've covered yeah, all bases yeah. when you do feel disconnected or when you're not feeling great about the relationship just in order to prevent things from escalating um yeah yeah and internalizing yeah that. absolutely because- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you've what this has done now is he's gonna internalize and feel like he's not good yeah. enough and that's why when you feel unfulfilled you seek something from elsewhere um but truthfully in my opinion when you cheat it's actually rooted in insecurity of yeah. your own like i think it's more likely that than your partner because if you were secure you wouldn't be so desperate that you need validation from somewhere mm. else 
before expressing that to your partner. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I don't see... I think the the secure thing to do when you feel disconnected from your partner is to, to face that head yeah. on and for you to not internalise the disconnect as something that's wrong with you that makes you need to feel validated somewhere else to prove to yourself that you're not the problem. Yeah. It's an ongoing cycle of like trying to seek validation and yeah I don't know I feel like um it's it would only can be continuing the cycle of insecurity in not telling your partner the mm. truth because you would hope that you're secure enough to know that first of all you can make up to your partner like if you're really again in this it's a bit hit, hits blunt of me but like security can run so deep that you you can you can allow yourself to believe that you have so much control over a situation. Mm. So like, if you're really secure, you can, there's a scenario that you can feel like, I'm going to confess that I've done something wrong to my partner, but because of how secure I am, I know that I can fix this. And I'm so confident in my ability to fix it. And I'm also so secure in myself to know I will never do that yeah. again. And I'm also so secure in myself to know that my partner won't leave me because of this because they love yeah. me. Yeah, I know I've made a mistake, but they love me, and that's that's a thread of like secure thinking. Mm. Um, but when you're trying to be cowardice about it, if you really think about it, it's rooted in insecurity again. Yeah, it, it's an ongoing. Cycle. Yeah, so right because yeah, yeah, interesting you say that because I think in an ideal world, like when you are feeling disconnected, you'd feel so secure in that relationship. Well, obviously she doesn't feel secure, but maybe within yourself, yeah, that you yeah. feel confident enough to say, I feel disconnected when we're out. Mm-hmm. Do you mind holding my hand a little bit more, please? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you are you have the ability and confidence to say exactly what you want and you know they're going to fix yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, yeah. you know, it's not too absurd to say to someone, can you hold my hand a little bit more? Like it is vulnerable, mm-hmm. but I guess there's a strength yeah. sometimes in vulnerability um, to be able to do that. Um yeah, and that that yeah. that may fix everything. Maybe, maybe one too many times when you were out, he just wasn't holding you enough, and that's made. And then you've internalized it, and then gone off because we love to do it as women, gone off with a whole explanation as to why he's not touching mm-hmm. you, and then you've gone and cheated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy what like not just being vulnerable can can lead yeah. to. Yeah, um, because yeah, this seems this sounds like a proper age-old example of like you're just not willing to be vulnerable with your partner and you end up fucking mm. up because it's not even like you had an affair you lip someone in a club like it's, it's not even it's not that it's not that deep <laughs> for you to know you know what I mean like if it was like you slept with someone I would be like do you know what not to say that it's okay but like I can reason with why you did it a bit more but a lips it's yeah like, it's a hiccup really it's such a silly way to cheat kissing someone. It's just, but yeah, sorry, not to chastise you, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, the the cheating in general, as we know, I hate it. Mm. Um, obviously, I'm growing as I get older. I am becoming more like understanding of how it happens and mm. like how it's not always so black and white because relationships are incredibly complicated and incredibly difficult Mm -hmm. um and I think yeah in this situation the reason that I would encourage you to 
be honest more even is because I feel like sometimes men don't take things seriously in a relationship or like the work that is required in a relationship so you feel disconnected from your partner that's a massive problem Mm. in a relationship and it's pushed you to the point that the consequences that you've, you've stepped out in the relationship and like maybe it's a lesson for both of you to learn that like when you neglect the relationship very bad things can happen yeah. and like I don't know he he can't just look at you as like a moany wife it's like oh she's always complaining it's like no your concerns are things that have to be appreciated yeah. and valued because otherwise things can go very badly in the relationship mm-hmm. like you can't you can't be dismissed basically because I think that's Women, women, a lot of women, I should say, it's not healthy, but a lot of women have have a constant thread in the back of their mind that's like, I want him to mo- want me the most. Yes. You know, I, you you don't want your man to to be concerned about any other woman, and you don't want him to ever be able to compare you to someone and see you as less than. Mm. You want to be his number one, but I feel like a lot of men feel like I'm here in it, and that's all I yeah, need to yeah. be. Is here. I don't. <laughs> consider that you could look at them and be like maybe I want that other one instead yeah. so it's like you've got me I'm the prize like men actually think they're the prize yeah now. yeah and I think that it could be a great reality check for him of like oh no I have to be very aware of like how much how present I'm in my relationship how much I'm satisfying my woman because there are other men out there who can do it for her instead mm. yeah I think we also forget that like men also have insecurities as well so like mm. he he might be feel re- really dis- sometimes i think we because as humans we have main character syndrome we're just concerned with ourselves like we don't even consider that like mm. he might feel disconnected he might feel insecure etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. and this really may yeah. this really may rocky's boat um and it probably be will it's probably a mixture of things like ego like how could she cheat on me the pain and the hurt um did you see the marcel and rebecca situation yeah yeah, that's sad (laughs) it's sad and obviously she's really getting it because she's the woman like how could she cheat Mm -hmm. um the messages it's it's hard to read it's hard to read wait you you seen the messages yeah the messages are out online i haven't seen them it's not good yeah so she had sent like i think well i think it was her ex i'm assuming Oh, he's her ex. No, so yeah, the guy, the US rapper, was her ex, I believe. The Ray Summers. Oh, they were together. I think so. That makes so much more sense. I was like, how did she cheat in like a, with a celeb like this? It's just yeah, so random. I think, I, th- I think it's her ex. Um, she had sent him like a nude. Um, she'd said like, I wish I was with you and stuff like that. Um, it's always yeah. hard when you're reading it. Like it's like, oh my god. But yeah. Just yeah. a, let's just pour a blank over it. She just she cheated, like so. Yeah. Um, but why I'm why I I didn't cringe this morning. I kind of feel like oh gosh, she put out a statement and was like, "I've embarrassed you publicly," and then she's done like a reel of them two that. together. And I'm like, that, don't yeah. worry about the public for now. Yeah, just in house intervention. Yeah. I do hear it. I hear why she's doing it because um because they're celebrities and because of the way people really feel like women just never can ever cheat on a man she obviously is aware of 
how embarrassed and how much his pride must be rocked because mm. it's not right but for some reason when a man cheats on a woman it's like mm, happens every day but when a woman cheats yeah. on a man it's like his manhood yeah. is stripped remember off. he cheated on um, um do you remember gabby because he was they met those the couple from love island yeah, yeah apparently yeah, he, he cheated he cheated, cheated on her whilst they were in a hotel together with another girl uh, so some people were like karma <laughs> damn yeah. I didn't, yeah, I remember that he cheated on her. I didn't know that's how. Yeah. But it's, why, do you know the main thing that I felt were looking at that is like, this is sad. It's a yeah, it's family. a family. And they're married like, as well, I think. It's a, it's a happy family from what we, they show on social media. It's actually a happy family. But, and, and it's so sad because this happens every day in happy families and they do get past it. But the mere fact that he's a black man, they're in the public eye, like they've got all these things work. And, and it was a rapper that she did mm. it with could mean that they don't they're not able to work through it and it's like your family wouldn't have to break down like this if you didn't think about what everyone else thinks of mm. you basically so i'm hoping that they don't fall into that trap of like thinking about what the public thinks because that's what would make them break up because men get cheated on every day yeah. as much as as much as they make it out like oh women don't cheat and blah blah, blah. women cheat women, like, women you don't have your work husbands cheat. man <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> Women fully cheat every day and they stay, they don't, and it's not all of them that end in divorces, like they stay together. Women cheat and get forgiven. Yeah. Men don't want to admit that publicly, but they do. But maybe they can be advocates mm-hmm. for like the reality of life that is women cheat and in the same way that men cheat and get forgiven, women also cheat and get yeah. forgiven. Yeah. Like, there's, there's definitely yeah. room for forgiveness when it comes to cheating and and that kind of stuff. Um, I think, yeah, as, as you said, even as we get older, if you just realise the dynamics of family, it's not as easy to be like, he cheated, bye. You know, or yeah, she cheated, no, bye. No. Like, there's a there's a lot, a lot of complications. Yeah, and like, as much as, I'm not, I would never say that like, it's the other partner's fault when the person cheats. There are things that, is are happening in the relationship clearly that obviously both of them are accountable for that got the relationship to Mm. that point that betrayal is that betrayal ended up being an Mm. option so it's not that they the other partner should be accountable for it but there are things they are in they're involved whether they like it or not like their behaviors are also part of the 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 reason that it's happened Mm. um so yeah like it that's why it's I think you'd be surprised how many relationships somebody gets cheated on and they actually understand why it happened. Yeah, it's not it actually helps the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not advocating for it, but... (laughs) Definitely not advocating for it. All I'm ever advocating for is, like, people being real with themselves. Like, I guess that's the whole premise of the podcast is, like, let's stop believing shit. Wake the the fuck up. in that. <laughs> Let's all wake the fuck up. People cheat. Like it's not okay. Yeah. But people cheat and life isn't so black and white to be like, you cheated. What an ass I would never talk yeah. to you again. Like as people you have to talk to people about yeah. shit. Like and shit happens. It doesn't have to be the end of a relationship. So hopefully that that kind of can fuel this submitter even in that many a woman woman has been forgiven for cheating. And the worst thing you could do is do something wrong and not do the right thing because it's going to be hard work for you like it i'm sorry the consequences of your actions are not going to be convenient. yeah like, yeah yeah I, that, that's not how life works um 
so yeah, don't. It's not all hope is lost. Obviously, you know your partner better than anybody, but all hope doesn't have to be lost. Like maybe you can work yeah. it out, and I think it's more likely that you can if you're honest sooner rather yeah. than later. Because you're you're gonna end up being honest. At some yeah, point. I think it's so important, like to initially forgive yourself for things, because when you That's forgive true. yourself, and and as you said earlier, when you understand what you've done, you can come from a more um, an informative position of like this yeah, is why this is why i've done it i'm deeply sorry and you can kind of hold up your head high yeah. and be like this i understand if you don't want to be with me anymore and it really gives yeah. people the, the leeway in the room to make an informed decision for themselves yeah, um, that's, yeah. yeah. telling the honestly telling the truth is really really relieving <laughs> yeah it yeah. is it is but yeah you're 100 right about the forgiving yourself thing because that's the ultimate reassurance you mm. know when you're able to go to somebody and say i'm sorry i fucked up this is mm. why like for me that's the perfect apology consists of um explanation accountability apology mm. just plain i'm sorry and reassurance mm. and if you're able to go into something the aftermath of something like this and say listen i have assessed myself and this is why it happened. Not to make, I have, I'm coming to you more with more than. I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you want them to console you out of it. Like you, you've taken control of the situation. Um, that's powerful. That's really it powerful. is. It is because when you grovel, it, it comes across as selfish, in my opinion. It yeah, because you want the person to console you now. Yeah. Like, oh, this is your mess up, not yeah. mine. So it's no one else's job to console you out of it. Yeah. Tell the truth, girl. Even Tell though your belly's truth. gonna be probably turning, you're gonna feel like you want to f- sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of my biggest fears. Like when you have to confess something to someone, and it's not that they've come to you to say, "Did you do this?" You have to just off yes. the bat, just you have to volunteer information. You have to ease it in. Just start talking about cheating and be like, you can be like, did you see the Rebecca and Marcel thing? You know what? I kind of get where she's coming from. Basically, I cheated on you. Basically, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it was me. I did it. No. It was, when I say it's one of my worst fears, like, I find it so scary mm. to, like, volunteer. I have messed up. It's so yeah. funny. It's scary. It is scary. Yeah. But um, again, yeah, very relieving. And it just really equips you with the tools of life to navigate through things as well. Because there's going to be so many different examples where you're going to have to... I know it sounds silly, but, like, you might majorly fuck up at work. Like, you might even, like, delete the most important file ever. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But then when you're kind of used to telling the truth and holding up your hands, it's like people really respect you and probably trust you even more. Because... Yeah, 100%. yeah. When you're when you're not truthful again, like when you're not truthful about something, it only escalates, and then you have to lie about mm-hmm. more things. <laughs> then exactly. I'm not saying obviously this is more of a mental health thing, but then you become a pathological liar because like what yeah, you lied yeah. about that, like yeah. you might even yeah. said to a boyfriend, to... "Oh yeah, I got an Uber after that night out," yeah, and he's no, like, "No, but you got thingy dropped you home," and it's like, "Wow." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You have to have you have to tell several lies to upkeep your yeah. That's just how it works. You have to keep lying forevermore yeah. once you've told it. It's terrible. And like with the trust building thing as well, it would it's so powerful it will help you when you're at the point that it comes out and basically what you telling you confessing is the difference between 
your partner being paranoid for the rest of your life because he's thinking last time I didn't have a clue and she managed to pull the wool yep. over my eyes maybe she's done it again versus do you know what last time she told yep. me so she, if she hasn't told me that means nothing's yeah. happened that, there's a massive difference between the two because that's what I always say is like my biggest fear with cheating it's not the betrayal was one thing I could probably get past the betrayal I could probably get past the fact that you've done something discuss- it will it will take work and therapy but I could probably get past it <laughs> But it is the trust and the looking at you every day thinking, what are you yeah, doing yeah. You're yeah. Where are you going? Are you really going to your friend's yeah. house? That is what would be like, I just, I can't be mm. with you. I can't, I can forgive, but I can't, I guess I yeah, can't forget. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could be saving your partner from that mind, um, not boggling, but yeah, that awful thought process and then paranoia. Mm. My gosh, we've all been there. I've been in a situation when I was younger, actually, where I was lying um, and it just mm. never, it never stops escalating. And then I had mm. caused, yeah, so what happened? I was with a guy for a couple of years, wasn't really happy, kept on repeating over and over again. You're not being attentive, you're not being a good partner, blah, blah, blah. Then my ex had reached out to me and was like, I've always thought of you, blah, blah, blah. Really wanted to be with you. And I thought, ah, let me jump ships. So this guy got in my head, basically. So ended things with that guy. Got back with the ex. That didn't go well. And then it was just a really messy phase of going back and forth between the two guys. Um, And Mm. one thing I failed to do, I failed to give myself time to realise, like, what am I doing? Like, What do I want, basically? Um, Mm. And then, yeah, just failed to tell the truth. I to tell the truth, I was really confused. Um, and then the amount of pain that I caused, it's, it's hard because if I had told the truth from the start and just ended things, because I guess that technically he was the bad guy <laughs> and mm. went done the things mm. the rightful way, then I would never be the bad guy. <laughs> um, mm. But because I was going back and forth, I wasn't really telling the truth. Um, yeah. Then I caused so much pain that was really unnecessary <laughs> all because mm. I couldn't say one, I couldn't say what I wanted Two, I never demanded yeah. what I wanted. And three, it was like, I was so scared to cause a, even an inch of pain. So I kept on like lying and it just lying, escalated. Yeah. It was so bad. Cause more pain. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to not cause pain. You end up lying and causing yeah. more pain. And that was yeah. in my, that was in yeah. my early twenties. And I'm, I always, it shaped me so much as a person. Like, since then, I've never lied. <laughs> Genuinely, like, mm. I do not lie to, like, men in any, yeah, I didn't really lie to men anyway. But, like, that situation, <laughs> yeah, it just really shaped me. And I thought it's so important to just be honest. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, it just causes pain for everybody, like, everyone. Yeah. And then I yeah. suddenly became, like, the bad girl. And, like, you know, I guess the black community is really small. So I feel like everybody was talking about me and I felt incredibly misunderstood because I'm actually a very loyal person. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So much pain was like, yeah, amounted and everything. It was horrible. Um, All from not just having a standard, I guess. For myself, it's usually rooted in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was incredibly insecure, felt like I wasn't, wasn't deserving of love, was putting up for with some relationship that I wasn't happy in for a while. Obviously good yeah. times or whatever. Don't want to slander it. But um and then went back to something that was even more shit <laughs> because mm-hmm. that showed me attention yeah. at the time. Um yeah. yeah, it was it was awful. It was a really bad period of my life. Um and I feel like I've grown so much from that, even into my adult years, 
because I just had to tell the truth. Yeah, it's so, yeah. it's honestly such a I, relief. Yeah, I remember. Mm. I remember. But yeah, I, I, that's a, it's a perfect depiction of like when you try and not cause or you're trying to limit someone's pain, you usually end up and you choose lying yep. as the way to do no, it. No, I lied. You I literally lied. Like, yeah. you use it, you end up causing way more pain than you were trying to save yeah, them from. Yeah. yeah. Well, you live and you learn, innit? Yeah. Like, it is hard. Obviously, I know that situation was particularly complicated for loads mm. of reasons. So, now, I'm probably not I'm even explaining that live, but hey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah i've always said not to be too hard on yourself with that one but it is I, it's good to take accountability yeah, where accountability yeah. is due like, as much as you were somewhat a victim to the situation you also had some yeah, power in it yeah. so and and that's similar to this submitter is like you might you're probably victim to a situation of sorts but you're making yourself the bad guy mm. now like you're probably victim to your relationship in some way which is why you feel so disconnected but you're making yourself a bad yeah. guy. And you, you don't be the bad guy, man. Nip it in the bud, you know. Yeah, man. You don't need to be the bad guy. You can be the good girl. Yeah. But yeah, we hope we've brought you some comfort. Yeah. Yeah. We hope you have. Um, um, and yeah, do tell the truth and keep us updated. <laughs> yeah, keep us on updated on... On how it goes, yeah. hopefully it's not not like a death wish for us because we've oh ruined your relationship. No, no, no. <laughs> Only good can come out of truth. I I one hundred percent agree. Even if the good is like you're not together, maybe you're not meant to be. Like yeah. that's fine as well. Yeah. But the, I've never heard of like bad things happening and not it ultimately ending in the right yeah. thing. Would it be on say say when she's on that speech with flaws at all? She's like, and I thank for all the bullshit we've been through. We're all thankful for our pain at some yeah. point. That's how it goes, isn't yeah. it? But um yeah. Enjoyed the episode. Giving some yes, auntie wisdom to literally. I'm it's funny, I feel like such a phony as I'm speaking because I'm like, I've never experienced any of this and I'm so scared. Uh, if it does happen to be someday like how am I going to yeah. react or how would I react should I say because yeah. I'm a big believer in that like the shit that you think is like no, it's never going to be me it ends up being yeah. you somehow I always like, say life time will... will make an example of you yeah. yeah so I'm just like I feel like I'm absolutely funny as I speak about this because there's, there's sweat on my brow for if that ever happens that will shatter my world Like if I'm going to I'm going to snitch to your boyfriend that what well, I'm scared. No, of. that that you cheated. I'll be that friend. Oh yeah, that's gone behind your back. Imagine, please. I will still never understand those type of people that go straight to your partner. To yeah, tell them, like, we have to be honest. <laughs> Are you fuck off, man? Literally, if anything, say you don't miss yeah. friend. Like, just say you can't be friends anymore. But don't come and ruin my life for me. Michael, too funny. But yeah, God forbid, God forbid, it won't happen to, yeah. to anyone. But already. Um, yeah, we hope you guys have a blessed and beautiful week as per Um, And we'll see you back in the studio. Yeah, Let's we'll be in the see. studio. Love you, Lord. Bye. Bye.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.